Welcome to Side Talks. Podcast time. That's right. Girl, you know it's true. Boy, did you break your word immediately. No, I I did say today, didn't I? Okay, I'll stop. No, 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 no. Girl, you know it's true. You didn't sing in that past episode. I spared you for a minute. For a minute. I'm singing a romantic song because I thought we just straight up, since we ended with this, the last one, just Uh remind ourselves that we have got a big old Valentine's Day celebration going on at the Sidewalk Cinema really soon by the time this airs, I would imagine. That's right. The Kiss Em or Diss Em program. The weekend of Valentine's Day, so that's February 12th through February 14th. At the Sidewalk Cinema, we've got Harold and Maude some nights, which is the Kiss'em. We've got uh, Mad Max Fury Road, which, boy, oh boy, is that a diss'em. That's a major diss'em. And then later in the night, we've got the one and only Brokeback Mountain. Not the happiest film you'll see this, you know. But romantic. Oh, it's sweet, though, in some ways. And then on the other screen, an even sweeter film, Bound. (laughs) Bound. I mean, you know, all's well that ends well. Sure. So, and then uh, we have Love Jones and Diary of a Mad Black Woman. You you can sort out which one's the kiss them and which one's the diss them there. But you should join us for a film because not only do, are we screening those, but we've got drink specials and all mm. kinds of other really really fun surprises, some astrology readings and all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, I need somebody to read you know my my fortune and tell me you know what what's going to happen with me romantically. Girl, you know it's true. I've been married Girl. for like. A long time, so I imagine that's gonna Please don't go, stay the girl. same. Can we get that, Brad? Could you do? I, you know, I need a little N K O T B. I think we can do that. It's such a pretty song, don't you think? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. Um, so Please many, don't so go, many Wahlbergs. It's what's so cute when you get a, a two-year-old to sing. <laughs> I mean, he's like three in that. Anyway, um, that's still playing in the background, I hope. Uh, this is Side Talks. It's not a podcast about NKOTB, even though I could totally do that. Yeah, that wouldn't take much. Um, it's just a slight really push in that direction. Really, one, could be. we're, we're uh, one step away, which, you, come on, do it. No. Do it. No. You're not going to take the bait on that one? No. No. All right. No, I'm not. You got the right stuff, baby. <laughs> Hanging tough. (laughs) (laughs) So now it's time for a segment of the podcast called Phone a Friend, where we do just that. Phone a friend. Hello. What up, squirrel? What's going on? Hi. Hey, it's Corey and Rachel calling you from the podcast. Hello, everyone. Headquarters. Man, it's been a minute. We we didn't call you last week because we were, you know, too busy singing and doing a bunch of bullshit. That's true. It was oh. a bunch of bullshit. A bunch of bullshit. Well, yeah, as, as always, right? As always. Yeah. But, you know, we really want to know what you've been watching. Keep it real. <laughs> okay, well, I have um, a whole whole thing that I watched, which I think Ra- uh, Rachel's not going to love, but Uh-oh. Corey might. Oh, like man. It. Shocker. Um, we watched. The entire original Matrix trilogy. Hell yes. Including in between the first and second, we watched the Animatrix. Uh huh. No. And then we watched the latest fourth film just a couple days ago. So um, we did it. We did over the last couple weeks. I mean, this was not a one day situation, y'all. Yeah, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. No, I'm not a crazy person. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
But, you know, I, having really only seen the first one, probably not since high school. I mean, you know, I, I really was, like, rusty. So, uh, so you know, I was like, okay, let's do this. Let's do this all. Well, actually, really what was going to happen was Tony wanted to watch the fourth one. And I was like, well, what happened exactly? I don't really remember. And then we just watched this little recap video on YouTube. And then I was like, okay, I think I just want to watch the whole first movie. And then I was like, well, I got to watch the second movie. And then, y'all, guess what? The second movie is a freaking cliffhanger. Yep. Wait, like, what? So then I had to watch the third movie, and then, uh, um, but, oh, but at, before we watched the second movie, Tony said we needed to watch the Animatrix, which I did think was really cool because it helped build the world out, and there was a whole lot of stuff there that you never learn in the films, you know? So, and then, of course, yeah, we eventually got to the latest one, but um, well, I was just going to sort of make some stray observations because I didn't want to give anything away on account of this being such a recent film that maybe people haven't seen yet, you know what I mean? For sure, so for I sure. Was thinking of some things I had thought of throughout the whole um, the whole watching, and really, okay, my only note for the first movie, I mean, because you know it's been analyzed so much, and so you know, my who cares about the the big picture stuff? Like everybody gets it, but my notes were about the sweaters. Like how these are so <laughs> raggy because. Like, okay, I mean, I get it. You know, there's limited resources in Zion. And I get it. And there's not, like, sheep roaming around to get new wool from. But, like, does no one know how to sew up the holes and the, you know, the hymns coming out and all the, like, future unraveling? Don't they want to prevent that? Like, Somebody darn that shut. Yeah, like, even if you sabotage a few other sweaters and take the yarn from them to patch the current ones, like, it feels like that would be, I mean, maybe just, you know, resources are too spread. I just was shocked at how tattered they are. I mean, you know, it's, but I will say this, in the latest film, which takes place 60 years in the future, it does appear that they have a better grasp on, like, material conservation and just sewing and fabrication in general. So they do (laughs) have a better handle. Because, you know, all in The Matrix, they look really cool and stylish with all their leather and leather like dusters and stuff. But uh, then, you know how I feel about that, Lisa. Uh, you're oh, very in favor of it, right? Oh, no. As a matter of fact, we, Lisa, myself. Oh, there is a controversial black leather duster that we, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, listen. So, my, you know, Lisa, myself, my our good friend Chase, um, was Tone with us? No, Tone, Tone wasn't there. And my girlfriend, we all went to a, a thrift store. Oh, it's been six months ago now, half yeah, a year ago. Yeah. And my girlfriend goes and finds uh, <laughs> the ugliest leather duster you've ever seen in your life that that looks like it might have been on the set. Am I wrong, Lisa? It might have been on yeah, set. Yeah, it very accurately looked like it came from 1999. Did she sure. buy it? She bought it. Hell she loves yes. it. Hell all, th- yes. all three of us were like, ooh, no. I mean, Lisa did it in a very <laughs> polite way, but she was still like, girl, no. And... <laughs> Laura wears this thing, and I have to tell you too. I don't even know if you know this or not, Lisa. But everywhere we go, I, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. So yeah, just like winter, winter came on. So has she been wearing it? She wears it from time to time, and every time she does, somebody stops her and tells her tells her that they love it. Yeah, because it rules. That I'm sounds like, this awesome. Is, it's Are you so Columbine, me? y'all. I hate it so it's much. <laughs> and she has this pair of Chanel 90s sunglasses that she'll wear with them that are tiny, teeny weeny. Like, yes. how, do you, how do those even cover the pupil of your eye? I hate it. Red the pill whole, or blue pill, motherfucker. The whole look is nightmarish I to me. bet that rules. Are you kidding me? Well, that sounds yeah. great. Corey, you're bound to see her soon wearing it because, I mean, the more compliments <laughs> she gets, the more frequently that little bitch well, comes out. Let me make let me make a, a public compliment. I've not <laughs> seen this get up yet, but... 
I already know that I like it. You're going to oh, love it. Oh, yeah. It. But Lisa, we really don't, do we? We really don't. <laughs> I, I feel like maybe there's a time and a place. Yeah, it's called a, it's called a matrix would... party. If anybody throws yeah. a big matrix party, it's good. Oh, speaking of party, okay, you guys, the best thing about the second movie was that crazy rave. Yeah. Like, whoa, y'all. <laughs> It was crazy. I've never seen anything like that. And well, so what was really great was, oh, and also, you know, the latest movie, they don't even have a whole rave scene. And there's, I mean, they've upgraded their technology. There's a whole artificial sky now. Like they have cool lighting. Like yeah. they do not have a rave in the latest movie. And I feel like that's a real missed opportunity. But um, one thing in the second movie was while the rave is going on, Neo and Trinity sneak away and they go to that um, cozy little sex cove. For a bone you, you set? That, like, yes. While the rave is going on. And I love that cove for real. Like it was kind of stone and arched, this nook, and there was a bed in there. And then inside it, like there was even smaller nooks um, with candles in each end of the arch. And it was just really cool. And it made me want to build one someday. Like, and also, okay, let's you know, highlight that Lisa's effect. an interior designer. Mm. I don't know if anybody remembers this or not. She is an interior designer who's worked production design on film sets. And so, you know, this is a big nod from you, Lisa. I mean, oh, es- yeah, es- well, especially cool. saying you you might want to recreate it someday. Some I, some I, Nashville really house in the future is going to get one of these sex caves, or s- some Birmingham, <laughs> Alabama loft? Question mark. I mean, <laughs> oh. yeah, I think you could you could build. I was like, we literally paused the movie and took a screenshot of the like scene on the yeah. projected on the Love wall. It. I was like, I kind of want to remember that. So yeah, I may have a. Um, I'm going to call it a, a cozy matrix esque reading nook instead of a sex cove, but yeah, same vibe. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and um, okay, and then the third movie, I just don't even have any notes because it was like all battle and it was super boring, and it was just like the last Lord of the Rings movie where all it is is fighting, and I was so bored. Well, I agree with one of those points, um, <laughs> which is that it's a slog, but I, I don't think it relates to the Lord of the Rings at all. Oh. I mean, it doesn't, in that it's just there's a lot of fighting, but you know, if that's your thing, then the third movie, but that's what the thing is. They, they hook you with the second one, and they're like, you got to watch the third one. I was like, okay, fine. And then it's like three hours of, of shooting, like, squid robots. But, you know, it, we had to do it. We had to do it. I get it. I get it. I told the story. Um, Boring. So my notes, my notes on the latest movie, like I said, I don't want to give it away, but I do want to say Carrie Ann Moss looks fantastic. Um, she's killing it. Um, Neil Patrick Harris is in this one, and he's a really good character. So I enjoyed him being there. Um, also, okay, everyone in the future – it would seem has a mandatory side shave haircut. Apparently, oh, mm-hmm. okay. It would seem like that really, really stuck. Um, you know, and preferable to a floor link duster. Yeah, it would go well together. Um, don't tell her. Um, but yeah, so uh, the in real life though, yesterday we actually saw a uh, a person with that haircut and we could not tell if it was a side shave haircut like an attempted side shave haircut or if it was a full-on like recent medical procedure side shave Ooh, you know what i mean you do run that risk careful. sick burn be careful y'all if y'all are dabbling in that world um <laughs> take note that note like, Corey. <laughs> that, yeah that's a good note <laughs> um okay y'all they have upgraded the pills like they have really like prop pills now because remember the first one they just used a day cool and a night cool and they were clearly gel caps Right. These new ones are kind of sleeker and metallic, and they just have a little. They've really upgraded the um, the pill prop budget in the latest one for sure. Nice. Well, it was time. Yeah. It was time. It was time. 
And, you know, too, the, I, I kind of feel like because the whole red pill, blue pill thing has been taken over by the alt-right bro bros and saying, like, red pill opens your eyes to the liberal world order or, or yeah, whatever. Um, right. It seems like the new movie has to kind of, you know, reassert that the whole story is about equality and the gender not limiting one's gender not limiting one's capabilities stuff like that you yeah. know what i mean like they're really trying to be like no 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 like the whole red pill stuff from youtube like don't worry about that it's like different this is like this is matrix remember so that's know, good they're trying to clean that up a little bit well i mean it, yeah, you know like, it's oh. two two trans women wrote and directed the first matrix in the in the sequels and it got co-opted by all these nightmare people so in this new movie they have to you know come back and be like no no this doesn't this doesn't belong to you idiots um this is this is this is uh you know about uh you know gender fluidity and 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 parody and a lot of really interesting things like that i mean you know you look back at those older movies and you can kind of see that in the sex cove for instance when keanu and carrie ann are kind of intertwined um they're they're basically androgynous figures you know they've got the same length hair they're you know they're basically just they look very similar um and you see a lot of that throughout those those movies i mean not really so much this new one because i mean he's prettier than her anyway i think he's a very pretty man but he's he's got he's got the facial hair in this one that that sets him apart that's true that's true um so yes yes correct yes um and then, oh, there was a tiny little cameo from Christina Ricci, which I found really yeah, fun. Yeah, there is. In the new one. In the uh-huh. new, yeah. Oh, yes. that's, that's fun. Yeah. It's fun, but I wish there was more, more of her, to be honest. She's in it for like 45 like seconds, and she's like billed fifth in the movie. We want more Ricci. I, more Ricci, please. I noticed that when I looked at MDB, she's well, like, towards the front, and it implies that she would be there much more. But, yeah, she's, she's just a little moment, but it's great. Um, But, yeah, and then, oh, and then in the first one, the you know the song "Wake Up" by Rage Against the Machine is used, but now in the latest one they use a version of "Wake Up" by this band called Brass Against, which you guessed it is a Rage Against the Machine brass metal tribute band. Oh. In the news recently, do you, did do you guys know why? Oh yes, yes, sir, yes. <laughs> I don't. Oh, Let's hear God. it. Let's hear it. Oh, okay. So I only recently heard of this band because the front woman. She um, peed on some guy's face during a show. Oh, it's that band. Yes, it's that band. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's a that's a great article. Go If you haven't read that article yet, everybody should go run out and do that because um, it was uh, just the quotes from it are amazing. Yep. She, she's yeah. apparently got a little overexcited and, and, you know, went a little too far. And, you know, if you got to go, you oh. got to go. So you got to call but a guy. But this wasn't up. I have to go. This was a like, I'm really excited. I'm having a great show. This is one of the best days of my life. What else could I possibly do right now? I'm going to pee on that person's face. I mean, it's not just like. <laughs> to be fair, he did ask for a volunteer from the crowd. Yes. And then man said, yeah. So it wasn't like a random assault peeing. Yeah, it there wasn't like they were at Coyote Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> or you could, you're just sitting there and all of a sudden, you know, bodily fluids are on you. Right, right. Uh, oh, this God. was this was between two consenting adults in front of potentially hundreds of non-consenting <laughs> adults. I just do. I really, you know, on my best day ever when I've just been like, wow, I'm really, this is a, what a great day I'm having. And I, I sometimes I, you know, I'm inspired to do something like eat a piece of pizza or, you know, do something uh, really, oh, really. You don't I, push the boundaries. I've never thought, you know what I've got to do right now? Whose face can I be on? You, know, you clap your hands. You're like, I've been fucking killing it all day. Now I got to piss on some dude's face. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. To each so their own. Listen, <laughs> so, yeah, listen for them in the credits uh, and, you know, get your – and they, I think they coined the term brass metal. Oh, good. Good. Well, mm-hmm. that takes okay, on a whole new that. meaning and, and, <laughs> and relationship to the story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lisa, thank you so much for this. And thank you for enduring all them may try. Um, especially that. Yeah, I agree. What is it? Number three again, where it's just there's enough there's enough blowing shit up and shooting yeah. stuff just in the regular. Right. Other, exactly. other ones, but whatever. Could have made the second movie like 30 minutes longer and just gotten all that in there. But right. You know, but, you know, the latest one, though, they are kind of very, you know, self aware and they kind of show some th- uh, throw some shade at Warner Brothers and they do kind of you know about the even existing and so they kind of nice. do a little bit like oh, what is with all these things all these may try what's the deal you know so so they try to do that but you know oh I appreciate that mm-hmm. all right well go watch some other you know series and binge it up and let us know how it goes okay we'll do all right Bross I'll talk to you soon bye okay bye, bye. Oh, man, you know what it's time for? I think I do. What? It's time for Show and Tell. Show me and tell. Show me that smile. Show and tell me that smile. Okay. My goodness. Listen, I'm unraveling something, and it's clearly... It's a, a DVD, DVD case. case. It's okay. it's the shape of a DVD case. I know what a DVD case looks Show like because okay. I have one or two of them myself. Are you ready for this? I am. So I'm I don't know. You. I can't see the title. Yeah. No, you can't see the box at all. You can just tell it's a case. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read you the back, and I want you to tell me what film this is. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. John, and I'm not going to tell you who plays John, Okay. is a devoted dad whose skills as a chef have afforded his family a very upscale life, including a summer home in Malibu. This is Spanglish. Oh, my God. I cannot believe you got it before I even said, and a breathtaking new housekeeper. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah, this is Spanglish. Look at this the, cover. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, I know Spanglish. Believe wow. me, I've seen this movie. Um, this is the James L. Brooks movie with um, Adam Sandler and a uh, bug nuts Taylor Leone. Um, yeah. really going for something. Um, something in in this movie. Uh, boy, this thing is a is a mess. Why have you brought a copy well, of Spanglish I, on I, DVD? Because I, I wanted to bring some show and tell today. And I, when I was leaving the cinema, I went to our shelves and was like, "What are the weirdest two things I can find okay. very quickly?" And this was one of them. And so I've got another one for you. But I, I, I have to say too that while I was reading this, I, I, I saw the spark in your eyes. You knew it before you even said it. And you and you said it almost immediately. I had an inkling that it was Spanglish because Adam Sandler is, is a chef in that movie, and he's you know it's a family comedy drama light on the comedy if you ask me, um, and and I remember the whole thing in that movie being like he makes like a fried egg sandwich or something that everybody loses their fucking minds over a fried I, egg sandwich. I don't know. It's something like that. Um, this movie doesn't work. It's not very good. Um, and uh, I'm I'm shocked that that that's just laying around the cinema yeah. now. Can I see that case there because that yeah, looks like a former rental copy. I'm gonna pass it. This to you. is yep. It is a a former movie gallery rental copy. Oh, man. Um and. My goodness, what <laughs> what a blast from the past this is. Now, uh, as I've mentioned on uh, the podcast before, I'm a former um, Hollywood video clerk. So this case, this type of case with the ability to lock it is familiar to me. That brings back fond and, and also some not oh, yeah? so fond memories um, of, of hanging out at, at old Hollywood video. Well, 
I've got another one. Another one. All right. Okay, you hear that crumble? I do. Now, this one's not going to be easy to guess because it's a weird one. Okay. Because it's got three films on it. It's one of those DVDs that's like oh. the little, the little what they're suggesting should be, you know, triple series. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and so here's how it starts out. They start out by summarizing the three films and trying to make a connection to them, which, hmm. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Grunge rock, period. Okay. Fast, f- fast food, period. Okay. And Duh Family. Duh Family? Period. I'm not even joking. What's not to love? And so those are the three films. Duh Family. One of which, okay, is a, a rock lace tale of, C- of Seattle 20-something. So that's singles. That's singles. You got it. That, was, then, that was pretty good. I imagine I the next one say, Fast Times at Ridgemont I, High. No. No? No. Because no, no, I was no, looking no. at the Cameron Crowe no, no, no. angle. No, fast food. This is the one I'm. I don't know if you're going to get this or not. Are you ready? Fast. But food. let me also just say, Bridget Fonda, love you, boo. Um, <laughs> searching for and running from. What does that say? Romance. Okay. But now the next one is this. Want fries with that? In blank film, this famous actress plays an unwed mother. So is this is this that an Drew Barrymore movie? Uh huh. Uh, home fries. Oh my God, you got it. So why, Bur- why is that and, paired with singles? I don't have any idea. And it gets weirder. Are you ready? Okay. And Well, I just want to finish, though. And Burgermatic employee who's the focus of attention of two offbeat, and I'm scrolling over, oh, wow, losers. One of bl- which is played by Luke, Luke Wilson, Wilson, I think. Um, you know, Home oh, Fries, wow. I think, was written and by- Jake Busey? Jake Busey. Home Holy Fries was written shit. by Vince Gilligan, the creator of Breaking Bad. Um, after Man. this movie, he went back to television, which is probably- Oh, you know, man. good. Um, okay, so what's oh, the third one? Oh, okay, here we go. And I'm trying to get in here because, it, okay, next up, this famous actor, who you would know this film if I said it probably, uh, The Walk and Talk. And there's some weirdness here. He becomes No Yawks. It's spelled, I'm not even joking, it's spelled N-O-O-Y-A-W-K-S on the back. What? No Yawks most unlikely mobster when uh, when his romance oh is this mickey blue eyes yes the, okay the, you got okay, it wait a minute why are those three movies paired together there is no connection i absolutely told you i was bringing you the weirdest shit ever i'm passing you the box now there you go what? i just threw it down the table the that, that is their suggested what do you think this is about do you think this is just about how what do we do with these three kind of shit films Singles, Home Fries, and Mickey Blue Eyes. It's the weirdest. Baffled by this triple feature I've ever heard of. I didn't, first of all, I didn't even know all three of these were Warner <laughs> Brothers movies uh, that could be put in the same package. Oh, okay. So the the little the little ba- uh, headline. I don't know if that's the word for it. At the on the back of the box says three star powered looks at a four letter word. L O V E. Oh, so they all what they all have in common is somebody likes somebody else. Uh, evidently, that never happens in the movies. That is bizarre. This is the weirdest. Oh, and they're all full screen DVD presentations. So don't you worry about black bars at the top and bottom no of need your to. picture. We're gonna pan and scan the shit out of it. But you know what? If you were gonna pan and scan something, and I don't get offended, eh. Any one of those. Yeah, Mickey Blue Eyes. <laughs> you know, you're not you're not hungering to see the full f- widescreen frame of Mickey Blue Eyes. I don't really Eyes. need to see it how the director envisioned it. Anyway, wow. uh, today was a very special. If you, will you attest, please? Shall um, tell. How weird is this? Man, that's weird. That could have been a man. That's weird.
Well, thank you so much for listening to Side Talks. This one's been filled with just a bunch of bullshit, hasn't yep. it? Yep. Oh, man. Well, we are your own personal cinematic Medea and Tyler Perry. Uh, you never see those two in the same room at the well, same isn't that time. Odd. I, is I it wonder Ma- why. I always say it wrong. Is it Medea? Medea? I think it's Medea. Medea. Yeah. Okay, Medea. I, and I, I knew when I wrote it, I was like, I'm going to say it wrong because I say it wrong every time because every time I question, is it Medea or Medea or Medea? Anyway, there you go. Yeah, you never do see them, do you? Yeah. How it, odd. Well, actually, I do think you do see them in the same room at the same time <laughs> in some on of those movies. They're just the sides of the room yeah, so you yeah. can have a nice, clean edit. Yep. Uh, thanks to Boutwell Studios. Thanks to Revelator Coffee, our wonderful sponsor, um, Mankin Delicious Coffee, sponsoring uh, absurdly digressive podcasts. What oh, can't yeah. they do? I mean, sponsoring podcasts where they talk about things like home fries and Mickey Blue Eyes. We appreciate you. <laughs> We're your own cinematic home fries and Mickey Blue Eyes. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, two things Sad. that should not go together and probably should not go anywhere. Right. Um, what else do we say here? Oh, SidewalkFest.com. We're at Sidewalk Film on social media. Um, check us out. And come see a movie with us at the Sidewalk Cinema. At the top of the show, we mentioned our upcoming Valentine's programming. You're going to want to get your tickets for that. The Kiss em and Diss em series. And, of course, we've got some uh, other great stuff playing and coming to the cinema in the very near future. So come see a movie with us. Girl, bye. Bye. Boutwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise. <laughs>